Hey, hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel. I am Rob, and with you is... Shelby. And Seiji. Back back from uh, our trip to nowhere to watch E3. Yep. Um, was a lot of time. You guys get any sweet swag from E3 watching it? But you know People what? like to talk about their swag they get from E3. Oh, do they? When they go. I watching if my it. boss will, will have swag because he went. Oh, nice. Yeah. So maybe he'll just bring back a bunch of stuff for himself and be like, look at this cool stuff I got. I mean, I, I want to go. bring anything for you guys, but look at this cool stuff. stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, E3 will come. We'll talk about that. Uh, before E3 is when we talk about other shit that people may or may not care about. What's new in the lives of us? I've been playing I Am Setsuna on my on my Nintendo Switch. Oh. Yeah. It looks Almost good. done it. It's like towards it. I've been calling it Cold Final Fantasy X. If you if you play Final Fantasy X, then uh, there's there's a, the plot shares some similarities. The overall plot of a whole pilgrimage sacrifice thing to stop an evil bigger evil like a person is like you know, in this case, they're both uh, female leads. They're both going to be, you know, they're both going off to a mysterious land to die to stop waves of monster attacks. And that's kind of what happens in Final Fantasy X. Except Final Fantasy X is like warm and tropical, and I Am Setsuna is cold. I feel like they got this really cool system for like making snow paths whenever characters walk, and they're like, we gotta have snow everywhere we go. And that's basically there's snow everywhere. So if you like snow, yeah, you have to make use of it. It's a cute game. Story's okay, although entire soundtracks and piano, so you may or may not be cool with that. And uh, you know, this is it's uh, your standard class. Like people used to make a lot of comparisons to it in Chrono Trigger. I I don't really see it that much, but there is some there's some some in the battle system there are some similarities, but I don't know. Feels more like F of ten to me, but yeah. That's that's it. Speaking of Final Fantasy, as a side note, I got another rare game for my collection. I got Final Fantasy VI Advance for the Game Boy Advance in the box and, and all that stuff. It's like I think that's the last Final Fantasy I needed for a Game Boy. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, another weird thing I found: Final Fantasy the City, which came out this year, is down to twenty five bucks, brand new. So I bought that uh, when I was out. I was like, "What? This is really really cheap." And it's Steelbook Edition. I'm like, okay, I'll buy that. So I'm assuming that game didn't do super well. This the first one? No, the newest one for the PS4. Oh. It came out in like February. Oh. It was 25 at at uh, everywhere actually. So oh. I was like, oh, okay, well now I can dig around on that when I feel like it. I guess. Maybe because it was on arcade machines first. Yeah, and there's no story mode. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Oh, there's no story mode. I don't think so, which yeah. is why I'm like, eh. But it, I mean, I played the demo. It was, it was fun enough to play. Mm. But what is there if you don't play online? I don't play online against unfighters because I'm bad, bad at them. <laughs> really, really bad. So I don't want to. Yeah. Oh, and I've been playing Pokemon Go again. And uh, yesterday there was a Tyranitar event. So Larvitars were, were popping up everywhere for three hours. For three hours, you could catch as many Larvitars as you wanted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I got two, I got a shiny and a regular one, and I fully evolved them, which is a lot of candies, I'll have you know. But I still did it, me and Meg, and uh, now I have a beefed up Lavatar, or beefed up Tyranitar. It's super cool. I I can take gyms now even better with my souped up Lavatar, who, who's shiny. He's shiny, Seiji. A shiny one. Yeah. 
What so color is the shiny? Olive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shiny. And you might be thinking, why are you playing Pokemon Go again? And it's because of Let's Go Pikachu Eevee. I figured I should I should play some Pokemon Go, and it's been kind of fun actually. I've been enjoying it. They introduced a, a way to catch Mew with this little. I'm gonna call it story mode so that I can feel like I can log this under beat if I manage to complete it. But you basically do the series of eight tasks, and in between each task, the professor, whatever his fucking name is, he pops up and gives you like a little bit of story about Mew, and then you do the next set of little early time consuming tasks, and then eventually you can catch Mew. Mm-hmm. The game's changed a lot in those years, my friend. I haven't played it in two years. <laughs> but now there's like Hoenn Pokemon and Johto Pokemon. There's raids. There, uh, I think the gyms might have changed too a bit, but I don't remember from from what. Uh, there's research tasks now. So you get these little little ta- you get a Pokestop, so you get these little tasks. Like, hey, catch three water Pokemon and you get some free whatevers. All kinds of things added. To the to Pokemon Go, and people are still playing. I'll tell you, when I was out yesterday during the Mighty Larvitar event, mm-hmm. there was raids all over the entire town. <laughs> or not raids, um, uh, uh, lures all over the place. Uh-huh. A lot of people came out. They're like, "Man, we got to get ourselves some Larvitars." That's cool. And I'm sure. Yeah. So there you go. It's the Pokemon Go update. Go ahead and 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 download it for yourself and see what all the fuss is about. <laughs> Oh man. Sponsored by Nintendo. (laughs) No, we're not. What are you what are you guys? You guys still playing your your Phoenix Wright stuff? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, I guess. Tell me about tell me about Phoenix Wright without spoilers. Who? You go Go ahead. Well oh, you're playing again, Shelby? Yeah, well, I started Spirit of Justice again, and the reason why I'd started it was before Easter, because it was like, oh, they're gonna announce announce (laughs) the seventh game. Uh, so yeah. I wanted to be ready for that. Um, anyway, we'll save that for later. Um, but yeah, I had... Well, the reason why I, I put it down was because I was on the third case and it was just so unbelievable. I'll say that. Um, curse of the third case. <laughs> what? This is the curse of the third case. The third case has seemed to be kind of lame. Oh, wait. I have a... Is that a thing? Well, we'll I'm calling it. He's got his, like, Oh, oh boy! Cases ranked and stuff. Just... Um... <laughs> okay, real quick side note: Seiji is a weird robot man. He fucking he <laughs> who's in love with spreadsheets. He spreadsheets everything. I love the spreadsheets, but I'm just yeah. saying this guy is so organized. He probably has like I'm 18 organized. spreadsheets about Phoenix right alone. Yeah, but I have just one. <laughs> just, just one. Yeah, so I, I was like, I gotta beat this third case because if I don't power through it now, yeah, uh, then I'm probably not gonna pick up this game again for another. I, I can't even remember how long I had. Uh, six years. Yes, yeah, six years. The game came out in 2016, so definitely six years because we can all math. Sorry, five years. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I beat the third case. I beat the fourth case, and I'm on the fifth one now. And uh, yeah, it's it's still a a bit of a of a rocky there so i'm yeah i'm gonna beat it and then that'll be the end of that and i'll probably never go back to it ever you don't like the game or something well it's not that it's a bad game it's just kind of boring it feels like the second game a lot to me oh but, boy yeah the second game whether it's fun as the first i will say that yeah based on my experience of playing the first two yeah i think um if i were to rank all the games six would probably be at the bottom 
because uh, I did enjoy two more than I enjoyed Spirit of Justice. Um, yeah, there's some shenanigans. I can't say anything because yeah, I don't know anybody who's gotten that far. I mean, if somebody in the club has played all of them, maybe they can, maybe they can Reach chat out. about it. But there's your in. I gotta wait for Sagey because he's in all completionist mode. Mm-hmm. So, hey Rob, <laughs> yo, that was a really interesting observation—the one that you mm-hmm. did about the third case curve. Do you guys want to see? <laughs> I don't know how how much time you want to spend. On this one, I, I could show you my spreadsheet and you would see something very interesting. I mean, okay. from a Seiji point of view. Let's just, just sum it up so the listener has to hear it too. Okay. So, indeed, the third cases tend to be like the worst <laughs> cases. Well, okay. So, well, in, in the, Seiji's opinion, in my cases. In my opinion. Yeah. Of course. In my, because Shelby says that I have like weird opinions. <laughs> well just not they're just a little a little unheard of uh when i and you know when i talk to other people about the attorneys they're so, unheard of they're unfounded yeah, yeah. so in my no, opinion the, the worst case in the first game is indeed the third case which is the uh turnabout samurai mm-hmm. oh I, yeah I, I don't like that one either. i hated that one um in the second game also the third case was the worst and i think it's it's generally uh not well like is the circus one um in the third game i don't have it as the worst case Mm -hmm. but i think the general opinion is that the last case in the third game is really is really really good and i didn't like it yeah so so is the third one the uh restaurant one the the yes yes it is and i i really like that that one and some people don't i don't know so in the in, in like the case of, in game. in the case of the third game is not the case, but the third game is a little bit of the exception in the series, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, in the fourth game, the third case is like one of the worst cases ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really hated that case. I hate uh... with with a passion. Uh, well, mm-hmm. anyway, um, in the Ace Attorney Investigations game that I'm playing right now, the third case is definitely the worst. And mm-hmm. in my general ranking, I have right now 22 cases, right? Yeah. You're ranking the cases. Yeah, yeah. Individually, I have a graph and everything. It's that's why. That, that's what I wanted to show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so in the are last, okay, Rob? the last, that's just funny. the last three places are third cases. You know what? You gotta, you, you, you guys, what gotta see this? I'm it's pretty, the curse of the third case, man. I'm telling you, it's a real thing. I'm actually pretty, pretty proud of this. So I don't know. I, was, I really like the samurai case. I didn't like the circus one, so at least that one is is accurate in terms of cases that I didn't like. Um, and then in the fourth game, that case I could, you know, either way. But here, take a look at I this. Guess it's definitely accurate for Seiji. No spoilers, right? N- no, just the, it's just ranking. So okay, yeah. Seiji, you should rank all the Pokemon. I should um, oh, go God. to go to the tab that says new ranking. Look at this graph. It's fucking insane. Every time I see Japanese it, title on, on them as well, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta screenshot these. Or you're, something. An, you're an insane person. Who <laughs> <Whoa>. plays <laughs> games like this? Seiji does. I know. It's, I'm incredulous. This is not like a bad thing. This is just can, a, only Seiji would do this. Yeah, well. I wonder if there are other people out there. 
The thing uh, okay. is, I don't normally do this, but because I'm playing all the games and I'm having discussions about it, like I want to be yeah. as objective as I can. And sometimes I don't remember, right? So as I'm playing the game, well, mm. I, I started doing this for, I think, in the third game or so, where I started like mm. taking um, <clears throat> um, information, like tracking this, this stuff. So this gives me perspective, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's certainly it's like a thorough. And if there's ever a debate in the club, <laughs> you're gonna be armed and ready with team yeah. exchange right information. Is, is there any club member who listens of the, of the ten or twelve people who listen to us? If there's any of you guys out there who are big fans uh, of the series and, and want to to argue to say, "Gee, hey, like, hey, man, the third cases are Rob's right that they're cursed, but in a different way, he's wrong." Uh, and I love the third cases, and you're wrong, and you're a liar, and I'm going to debate you about it. Then message uh, Seiji. So anyway, as you can see, very like fuck, fuck those people. Anyway, so as you can see, third cases there at the bottom. So yeah, good observation. Robbie. I do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I nailed it. I told yeah. you guys it's a curse to the third case, and exactly. I, that's based on my uh, playing the game. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. It's you'd make the Phoenix wrong decision to uh, like the third cases the most, right? Take that! Any objections to that? <laughs> oh my god! Nice. Uh, yeah, that's fun. Um, <laughs> what's the, so Shelby? You playing anything else lately? Uh, no. Um, no. I uh, I got um since my sticker making stuff is is winding down soon, Ooh. and then we're also not going to have dodgeball very soon. Oh. So I've, I'm going to have some free time. Play some uh, games. So I'm going to play some, probably some Detroit. Become human. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So. Is there a little, to... a little fantasy game you have to play? A, a final fantasy? Do I have to play it eventually? Yeah, it's like what a month away. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to beat it, right? No, of course not. Just better if you do. Yeah. It's a better person if you do. I don't know about that. Just a cool, interesting person. Okay. There you go. Yeah. <sighs> Did we watch anything recently? Uh, we watched some. Uh, we watched some horror movies that were pretty good. Well, I liked one we of them. Did. We did watch least. horror movies. One was one was Babadook. Yeah. You ever hear Babadook, Seiji? Huh? You ever hear the Babadook? I don't know why I I think I've heard about that. W- wasn't it in this show? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. Maybe. Yeah, uh, we watched bah, it. Bah, bah, duck, duck, duck. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, it's a horror movie. Yeah. And a metaphor. And a metaphor. And a we, metaphor. Shouldn't spoil, we shouldn't spoil the metaphor, though. Yeah, we shouldn't have spoiled the metaphor. We won't spoil the metaphor. No, but the the premise is, is basically um, there's this woman and her kid. Yep. Living on Australia, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, already scary. Already, yeah, already pretty Australia scary. Australia is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Everything can kill you, and they all want to. A, everything is a monster. Yeah. So you know what? Yeah. Okay. So um, they have to basically live with this monster that's in their house. Um, and at first, they don't know that it's there, and then eventually, you start seeing things, and uh, the kids start saying creepy things. 
the kid by the way is uh he's he's got some like really bad anxiety issues and stuff that you know causes him to act out behaviorally but it's also um that what they are really seeing is this is this monster yeah Uh, so yeah that and it's just the the movie basically uh dealing with the the babadook how they deal with the babadook which is a stupid stupid monster but (laughs) one good thing about the kid is that you hate him a lot like he's really start. obnoxious, but he, eventually you wind yourself, you find yourself uh, wound up rooting for the kid. Yeah, and I feel like he gets a little less annoying as the movie goes on. Mm-hmm. Really obnoxious for a while though, makes me really, really not want to have kids ever. <laughs> not that I needed another reason, but there's another one, The Babadook. The other movie we watched was uh, I think it was called like Satanic or something, wasn't oh it? God, I can't remember. Like it was really funny. It was, it was funny, but it was so bad. It had some of the worst characters yeah. I've ever seen. It was super funny. I would Not recommend that character in the in the movie. Like no, be struggling to find good things about the people in it. Bad decisions everywhere. Yeah. Dumb scenes. Questionable acting. Mm-hmm. Stupid plot twist at the end. Just amazing. I wish I could remember. Satanic something. You'll 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 figure it out real quick. See, it was so bad. We don't. We don't even know. We don't remember. I can't remember its name. Just said it was super amusing. Mm-hmm. Satanic-ish. Mm-hmm. I think it's all I remember for cool game stuff. Because everything, everything else game-related that we're talking about is all going to be E3 anyways. Mm-hmm. Any more charts or graphs you want to share, Seiji? Before mm-hmm. E3 extravaganza? I'll save them for later. All right, let's do the E3 extravaganza because it'll probably go long anyways. So up next is a topic which I already told you about. <laughs> Uh, right. So, uh, how did you how do you all feel overall about this year's 2018 E3? It's pretty all right. Pretty all right from Shelby. CG. Mm. Lukewarm. <laughs> Lukewarm from Seiji. I will say uh, warm enough to toast marshmallows over a fire. So like not super hot, hot. But oh, but well. it's not super hot. Like, not the temperature of the fire, but just the, the amount of the distance where you hold the marshmallow away from the fire so that you can, l- like, lightly cook it. Mm-hmm. But you could still get, like, a really you probably, it would, If you burn. held your hand in long enough, it would start to hurt. Yeah. And so, you know, but it's not like... And see, like, 2015 was a volcanic eruption. Yeah. That's, how, that's how excited I was. This year is like, this is a toasty marshmallow. I'll enjoy this marshmallow. I ate it. It was good. And then I went out about my business. I don't like marshmallows that much. It's a poor analogy for me, but I think in, as a general, it works. You just mm-hmm. like feel feel the teeth falling out of your mouth when you eat a marshmallow. It's not a fan of them. They're too sweet. Too too puffy. They're okay in cereal. I like them in cereal form, like Lucky Charms. They're different though, right? Yeah, they're special marshmallows. And you wouldn't cook them over a campfire, I don't think. So, anyways, I guess I would say I liked I liked it. If we were using the rupee bag, if we remember, if we if we bring back the rupee bag damage, this is a an unprecedented damage. Before we talk about it, mm-hmm. segment not damage though. It's his rupee bag. So rupee bag is you have an empty pouch and you have up to a hundred rupees you can put into that pouch. 
how many rupees you put into that pouch determines how much you like it. How much of a how much of a bag full of rupees did you did you like it? Or in this case, how much fun did you have while watching it? Mm-hmm. Sage, you want to go first? How many rupees would you pour in your ruby bag? <clears throat> uh twenty. That's a low oh. amount of rupees. Holy! I will put seventy-two rupees in my rupee bag. Ooh. How about you? Put Seventy in. There you go. If we had three bags of rupees, I'm not going to math that, but <laughs> we would have uh, we'd, we'd be able to buy like uh, a pack of bombs, like mm-hmm. uh, some three hearts for sure. We couldn't afford a shovel, unfortunately. That's like two hundred fifty rupees, but. You know, we could get some. We could get some like some um, consumables at least. That much yeah. rubies we we dumped it. If we had all full filled our bags, we definitely could have got a shovel though. Yeah. So that's a shame. All right. So uh, I I don't know how we want to break this down because I don't want to go through like a conference. I don't want to go through every conference and every game like we used to do. It takes too long. And I honestly, I didn't get a chance to watch all of them, and I didn't care about everything and all of them. I wrote down a super hype kind of hype and a little hype meter for myself. Yeah. But um, you know. Obviously, we'll talk about the big, the three biggest ones, of course. And Seiji provided us with a multiple charts mm-hmm. and breakdowns, which is pretty fun. <laughs> so, how do we want to talk about? Should we just talk about the things we're t- excited about? I think so. All right, then I'll start things off with with something from my super hype meter. Uh, maybe I, I have two tied for top for super hype, but one of my one of my hypes. I'm gonna go with the surprise out of nowhere hype hype meter. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee. I'm super hyped. Why, Rob? Why that game? First of all, I'm gonna. I I need a voice for this. Um, that game is a bastardization of the Pokemon series. First of all, you the wild Pokemon are just that stupid, cheap ass bullshit. Uh, Pokemon Go mechanics where you just fucking toss the ball. What you're gonna catch like eighteen hundred Caterpie just so you can. Uh, uh, use candy to level up your Pokemon. Ugh, stupid. And is there even any battles at all in this game, or is it all just fucking catching? Bullshit. I'm gonna give this three out of ten. Um, that's what I thought going going into a little bit. But uh, I watched the tree. The Treehouse had like a 45 minute demo on it, and so the more I watched it, uh, the more I was like, yeah, I want to play. This. First of all, it's a remake of Pokemon, uh, you know, Yellow, which one of my favorite Pokemon games. And besides that, so I guess so. The, so, so while Pokemon, it it is indeed like that. Like you just you you get into a battle, battle, quote unquote, battle with them, and you're really just catching. Um, you just throw your Pokeball and catch it. So once once it's in the ball, uh, but instead of like getting candy and shit, everybody gets experience across the party. So it's like part XP XP share. And um, I, I don't know if you can turn that on or off, and it only apply to one Pokemon or not. But it definitely at least can. Part of the whole party, so you catch Caterpie, your whole team gets some experience points. Everything, so that's that's kind of like to me, that's my least favorite part. Like, I like the catching mechanics and go, I, I would still prefer that you weaken the Pokemon, but I don't know. And I, to me, this is fine, uh, it's not the mainline Pokemon anyway, so I'm not too too put out by it. But, um, the rest of the game is the cool part, it's, it's like a super awesome looking remake of, of the Kanto region. The Pokemon appear like on screen. So it's no random battles, thank fuck. Uh, it's just uh, you, contact-based battles. You choose. You're gonna see like if you don't want to fucking catch another Caterpie, you can wait until I don't know Metapod pops up or whatever. Game looks looks gorgeous. Music is has been redone, which is awesome. Uh, apparently, there's extra story and stuff, and they added little scenes 
So like, for example, oh, I think it was this lady who, who wanted us to go into the museum in Peter City and she can't because the slowpoke's too too slow. He's just standing there. It's like, hey, can you watch my slowpoke? And you, it's like a like a little twenty second thing where you're watching the slowpoke and it's just staring at you because it's you know it's slowpoke. And then she comes out and gives you a reward, stuff like that. I like little things like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so that so that's, I'm pretty hyped. And also, you get to ride your Pokemon if they're big or they follow you around. And and but the it, battle transitions are cool. What's that? It was what it. So before E three, like yeah, did you feel or rather? After E3, you felt better about this game. That's yeah, I did actually. Oh, I see. Because cool. the biggest, the biggest problem I have with it, I think the biggest problem most people are going to have with it is, is that you have you you don't battle Pokemon to catch them. And mm-hmm. although I'm not, although I, again I I see why people will miss that or want that. Um, I do I do like the Pokeball mechanics. I like throwing the Pokeball. It's fun, and I do like that people that your team still gets experience points, and thankfully, um. Uh, the other sorry, that was weird. <laughs> Thankfully, the other good the other good thing is that um, uh, all your stats there. I was worried it was gonna be a dumbed down version of Pokemon. Like, so Pokemon Go has three stats. I think it's attack, uh, defense, and HP. But Pokemon uh, Let's Go has all the regular Pokemon stats. So I don't know if it's gonna have IVs and stuff. I don't know if you're gonna be able to transfer these Pokemon to the 2019 Pokemon. I don't know anybody any of that stuff. But I, I do know that they seem to be full full Pokemon that don't have, uh, that aren't missing. Also, the Alolan forms are apparently in the game, which is pretty cool. So yeah, anyways, I don't know. I'm pretty hyped for it. I love Pokemon. It's been a little while. I didn't really get into, uh, like, I, I like Sun and Moon, but it came out at a really bad time when, when Final Fantasy 15 and Last Guardian shit came out, so I really didn't get to get into it. And I never got around to playing Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon because it came out way too soon after after Sun and Moon. So but la- the last Pokemon game I played where I was extremely hyped about was, was X and Y. I see. So I don't know, and this isn't going to be that extreme hype, but I, I'm excited to play it. I love, I love the old Kanto Reach. I can't wait to give it a try. You know, after your your spiel here, mm. you know, I'm starting to get, you know, starting to to warm up towards it. Good, because if you're gonna play it, I like I'm, playing I'm gonna... games when when other people are playing the games. You know what you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. Well, we can play it together, Fiji. Yeah, I know. I, I pre-ordered the Let's Go Eevee, but I'll probably get both of them. Mm-hmm. For the sake of the election, the other game I was super hyped about before I'll, I'll let you guys go on to some ones you might be hyped about is just uh, Spider Man. I remain hyped about Spider Man. The raft is secure, but I can't reach them over radio. Their comms must be down. What's your status? Already here. Yuri? I thought you said it was secure. It was. Let's go. Maybe it's not as bad as it looks. Love the optimism. But in my experience, when it looks bad, it's usually worse. Look out! Had an awesome demo. Oh, so here's a little tidbit that you guys might not know about that I just found out recently. And then if you're not a comic fan, this won't matter too much to you, or you would you would have known about it. So I talked about this ages ago on a on a bonus bro. So there's a Spider-Man event, I think in 2015 or 2016 called Spider-Verse. And it was this big comic event uh where basically every single Spider-Man ever, the the writer Dan Slot, tried his best to get in, except for the ones that didn't have copyright claims that were like the the movie and the weird MTV series from 2002. Anyways, so it was this massive event. It was a lot of fun. It was popular. And I guess they're doing a, kind of a sequel to it next year, or maybe this year, called Spider-Geddon, which should bring back some more Spider 
all the Spider-Man, but they're canonically in- introduced. So, so what happened is that for Spider-Verse, they wanted to add some more Spider-Man to the event. So they did this up just kind of like six months before the event started, they started releasing a comic every month or every week uh, called Edge of Spider-Verse, where they introduced a new Spider-Man that wasn't kind of like part of the mythos. Because what, what he did was he took Spider-Man from What If Comics, from the cartoons, from from alternate dimensions. Every single Spider-Man you could find it already existed. Plus, they made up new ones. Like, this weird one where it was this, uh, I think, I think she's a Korean girl, or maybe she was Japanese, but she has, like, this spider mech that's, that's kind of like body armor that she got. And it, was this, or, it was basically origin stories for Spider-Man that didn't actually exist at that point. So what they're doing is, for, for Spider-Geddon, they're actually doing the comic continuation of the game. So that's the PS4 Spider-Man game that's coming out. He's being introduced... In one of those comics, into the to the main Marvel universe, where he'll show up in that Spider Geddon event, and I guess his comic book takes place after the game. So if you've played the game, you'll actually get a little bit more from reading his introduction into the comic first, and his comic character will wind up being a part of the main universe's story event, which is really cool. Yeah, Neat. I just wanted to uh, share that. Uh, I was excited about it because I, I still read Spider-Man comics all the time, and it's pretty cool. Uh, I know at least one club member who reads a lot of comics, and I'm pretty sure listens to us. So he'll, if he didn't already know about that, he'll probably be excited. Oh, anyways, back to the game. The game looks great. Can't wait. Want to play it? Looks fun. Uh, it looks like a, a good Spider-Man game. Lots of villains. Who's a mystery villain? Probably Green Goblin or, or Doc mm-hmm. Ock or something. Not, maybe Venom. I don't know. I'm sure there's more villains than just the six that they're hinting at, but. Yeah, it looks fun. Did you, I, um, I know you don't have PS4, Seiji, um, but Shelby, are you excited for Spider-Man at all? It looks really cool. Mm. Um, I was sad at the end of the trailer where he was getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, it looked, it looked painful. And uh, I was, my immediate thought went to Jordan. I was like, what? Jordan, she's going oh. to see this. And- Jordan's like getting her shit kicked out when she's superheroing on the side, and you're kind of thinking, ah, oh, Jordan, don't let this happen to you. No, she's like oh. Spider-Man. She doesn't like Spider-Man that much. Jordan? She's a poser. Jordan? Oh. She, she likes Robin. And oh, my God. She she hasn't read a Jordan. recent Spider-Man in, like, the last three years. She oh, reads, no. she buys Nightwing and fucking oh, Super no. Sons every week, but hasn't read a Spider-Man. So, yeah, I'm going to stick to her being a poser. She's mm-hmm. not. She's, she's if, if she wasn't a collector at all, then fine. But if she does actively buy comics, we go to comics, we get comics every week together. And she hasn't bought a Spider-Man comic in like a year and a half, so or it longer maybe. So I, I can't. Yeah, I'm gonna. She's a poser. She, she, she. I will say she likes Spider-Man, but she's not a fan. CTFO. All right. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, what so, what what games? What games? Is that it for you? For you? No, I have a shit time, but I don't want to monopolize the conversation. What okay. what if, if you mention a game? I will take that game and tell you where I where I ranked it under my three lists. Okay, no, so I'm go just ahead. Ask Seiji what he's excited for. Seiji, what are you excited I'm for? Curious about that. Excited is a really strong word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like stuff in the show. Mm-hmm. Actually, I enjoyed uh, watching stuff that I know I'm I'm not going to immediately get. Uh, because I don't have those platforms. I actually enjoy the both the Microsoft show and the Sony show uh, much more than anything else. Well, the Bethesda one was really good too. But this, my platform, my, my, my main platform, and actually my only platform is Nintendo. 
and I wasn't really excited for anything there. I will probably eventually get Smash because I know people that play Smash, and, and Smash is probably a, a, re, a essential part of the of the library. But I'm not excited about Smash because it's Smash, so whatever. Um, Super Mario Party is a game that I that I thought when I when I looked at it, I I was reserving my excitement because I really like playing Mario Party um, with people. But Mario Party 10 was so bad. It really, uh, yeah, yeah. To me, the most uh, enjoyable part of the show was probably the Last of Us Part Two um, gameplay section that that they had there. Yeah, um, that's cool. That well, in Ghost of of Tsushima too was um, very interesting. Those are games that I'm looking at them and they look pretty and and I'm I'm always surprised of the the progress that artists have made with these kinds of games. In terms of gameplay, it doesn't look like anything really exciting. It's just more like the presentation of it being super polished, like ultra polished and very very good looking. Um, not sure how I'm gonna feel. If, I, if I'm actually playing those games, but in terms of, of the spectacle part of it, they were really, really amazing. Where are they? That stranding was also very surprising to me that they actually um, because one of my predictions was that there was gonna going to be even more confusion about that stranding, but apparently there is um, some signs of, of of a game being there, so that was that was interesting. But definitely okay, well, the part that I that I was uh, enjoy, enjoying the, the the most in terms of because there was a lot of of like really cool trailers. In, in the show, like the Resident Evil 2 remake uh, trailer was was cool That's to watch. Good. And I know going through some so fast, I have opinions and everything. Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk 27, 2077 uh, looked really interesting, as well as the uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 trailer. But I, I'd rather not get excited about them. It's just like, okay, so it's there. Cool. So what is the game about, right? So... Yeah, right. so not really yeah. excited about much. <laughs> I can rewind a little bit here. Uh, all those games that you mentioned, I'm sure... I don't know, I had opinions on it. I'm sure Shelby probably did too. So, jeez. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you met Super Mario Party you mentioned. So, I had it under a kind of hype. Um, that looked pretty cool. You're right. I guess I had the same opinion of you as... Uh, the last time, the last Mario Party left such a bad taste. Um, yeah, I don't know, but I think it'll be fun. I'll, I'll get it. 
and hope for the best. I'll probably get mad. I always get mad playing anyways, but I didn't get good mad playing the other Mario Party. I guess I want to see if if they have you sharing a card again. If you're sharing one vehicle, I might just pass on it entirely. Oh yeah, I'm gonna pass. If it's if it, if that's the case, I'm gonna pass. It didn't look like it from the trailer though, so here's hoping. Yeah, Shelby, did you any opinion on Mario Party at all? Not really, no. Okay, then we can move on from Mario Party. Um, so oh, Smash. So <laughs> I definitely want to talk about Smash because of the reaction of two thirds of the BB crew during us watching it so first of all smash i enjoyed the presentation the smash direct that snuck in at the end of the e3 uh, presentation was fun uh so smash ultimate is all characters plus ridley plus hopefully a few more oh yeah um they they, so they did some weird thing this really should have i do okay so it's great if you love smash like that's awesome if you're a fan of smash this was the this was the freaking e3 for you man if you didn't, if you're not a big fan of Smash and just kind of like Smash, you also liked it apparently because me and Megan both really enjoyed it. Meg hasn't, I don't think she's played a Smash and we, we enjoyed really watching it. The problem is though, because I'm kind of torn because so, so you two hated it. You were, you were like, get it over with. Why is this still going on? Disappointment. Yeah. Like Crash, your, your hype, if you had any, was Crash at that point. Yeah. Uh, I was still amused by it, but I, I will agree that it went on longer than it needed to. So basically, they did this thing where they went through every fighter, and I don't know, not everyone had a significant change, and the one that stands out to me most was Olimar. Like, <laughs> so they're going through, like, now uh, Snake can 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 throw six Lollapaloos and, and roll around. Like, I'm just making shit up there, but but each fighter had, like, a bunch of stuff, and then Olimar is like, Olimar's screen cracks when he gets hit, but don't worry, it's okay when he lands. And that was it. That was Olimar's big update. Mm-hmm. This big change was his screen cracks for a few seconds. I mean, like, all right, you didn't need to show that. <laughs> they went through all of, all the fighters, which is probably what they could have just made a list of. Here's all the fighters. It felt like killing time versus like giving us useful information, which I know not a lot of people are going to agree with, but that's how it felt. It felt to me. It felt, it felt like at a place. Fill up more. You know, they could have saved it for uh, Treehouse and they, you know, go through the game or whatever. They're playing demos and stuff. They could have talked about it there. Um, it went on longer than it needed to, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I I do see that it... Like, I like... I don't know. I have... I love Nintendo's history of characters so much. I love all the franchises. I love seeing, like, the trophies and stuff. Like, even seeing Starfy for a second made me happy. Like, I like all that stuff, but it didn't... It could have been its own thing. It could have been its own Smash Direct that, that it inevitably is going to come anyways. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so I was, like... I like watching, like, seeing all the stages, like, hearing the music and shit, but you're right that it... if Like, why? Why was it there? Why was it that long? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, this is... The main reason why I did this spreadsheet that I'm going to talk about over uh, uh, while we're talking about this topic is mm. because of my perception of this uh, Nintendo E3 being so squalid, I think. It's the right word. Um, I thought, to me, there was a, not a lot of content. And the new stuff that they showed, like, none of the new stuff was really, like, big. You know what I mean? Well, actually... Um, the thing that I liked the most about the Nintendo presentation specifically was uh, Damon X Machina. Yeah, that was that really definitely cool. my hyper list, hype list. That Super. looked really good, and it and I actually felt like it was the right way to start the presentation, but then it mm-hmm. like went in went in a completely different direction. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's more like what is the the purpose of E three? And to me, when I go into E three, that's where where I would expect. To see new stuff and exciting yeah. stuff and and like 
in terms of my platform of choice, I want to know, like I, I want to know more about the games that are going to be released soon, right? But I also want some sort of, of glimpses into the next year, right? Which right. is what usually happens, right? Last year was really misleading because we saw Metroid Prime Four and we saw Pokemon. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, so this year is going to be about that. But no, this year, the main feature of this presentation was Smash, which is something that we just, that just got revealed back in March, right? In, yeah. During the direct. So where's the stuff that you showed me last year? And more importantly, wh- what is going to be the stuff that I've, I'm looking for on the next E3? So to me, it's more like, okay, so E3 is a combination of here's some updates of the stuff that is going to come out soon, and here's a future for you. Right now, yeah. Nintendo's future is like, I don't know. And <laughs> so I was they looking, left out a lot. So I was looking at, at, at the other E3 presentations, and there's definitely some bad ones in, in the past, but none, none of the, in the last five years, none of it has been so, so poor in content. For Nintendo? So not, or because general? I was, I, I was going to say that just as, as a thing, right? But I, I'd rather not jump into conclusions without, you know, looking at the data. And looking at the data, it's, yeah, for Nintendo, for Nintendo. Um, it is, it, I can say for sure that there is, this is one of the poorest presentations of Nintendo. In so for this, for this Nintendo, they announced uh, Damon X Machina, Super Mario Party, Fort, uh, Fortnite Overclocked 2, Overcooked 2, sorry, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC, uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate, Fire Emblem Three Houses, Pokemon Go. So of this E3, E3 exclusive announcements, the things that you see going on, like half of E3 should be updates and half should be brand new announcements. I'm not going to count leaks. We had Damon X, Machina, Super Mario Party, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. No, that was already announced. I guess officially announced. And Fire Emblem Three Houses. So four, I don't count Xenoblade Chronicles 2, it's just DLC. I think out of all of them, only four of these were, were actually brand new games announced. Mm-hmm. They had a bunch Bra- yeah. of uh, indie games and stuff. Oh, yeah, the indie slide show was pretty but fun. those kind of went by really fast. Yeah. Um, but none, none of that was new. Yeah. No, none of it yeah. was new. Really, the new stuff was Damon X Machina, Super Mario Party, and if you want to count, count Overcooked 2, which is not an... Really I'm pretty sure that was already, already announced, I thought. So that's it, right? That is not E3 worthy. But also... Look, looking at the history of announcements for a lot of the games in the past, like it seems like Nintendo doesn't really use as E three as a as its plat as its major, you know, platform of choice. Like it's gonna be directs. So that and 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 that is a problem, right? Because the new content, the the excitement content is gonna be spread out during the year in directs. So I guess that's fine, and that's what what they want to do. But then it's like, I'm not going. The the excitement for E three uh, Nintendo wise is gonna be so low on the next year's. I don't why know. do that? Like why? Like what a missed opportunity! Look, you, you can hate the fact that E three is this. I don't know. I don't know why you would hate it, but because as, as a gamer first, like I I love E three. It's it's so it's a, I get super excited. I want to see all the, the announcements and I want to see the updates. And Nintendo, unfortunately, they just yeah they don't care about it. I'm sure that they think. You know they don't need to, or or what, or whatever. Who knows what they're thinking? But like, I think it's a missed opportunity. Um, you should you should still put your best foot forward. You know, introduce, give brief updates on all these games, and then do your directs on them throughout the year, and then you're going to be ahead of the competition because they don't do that kind of direct stuff. Mm. But this is still a time when everybody's watching. 
And like Nintendo, I'm sure it'll go back up, but right after E3, Nintendo's stock dropped a bit. Uh, I'm not worried about Nintendo. It's going to be fine. Yeah. But, you know, it still gives you these these stupid headlines that, that are going to sit for a while that you don't need to have. The Switch mm-hmm. is doing great. It's the Wonder Boy right now. But, like, if you don't, they need to keep going. Otherwise, it's going it, to, it, it will, it won't stay that way. Like, it can, it could lose momentum if they're not, if they take it for granted. And uh, I don't know. They, they, should, they didn't talk about, about Yoshi. They didn't talk about Metroid Prime. They didn't talk about the next Pokemon. They didn't talk about Bayonetta three. There's these. Those are those are four games that, that they could have showed some gameplay footage of. Would have quote unquote probably won them E three just because they're such eagerly anticipated games. But they didn't even mention them. Like literally not mentioned at all. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a missed opportunity. Even I'm, I'm yeah. really really surprised they didn't say anything about Metroid Prime four. Mm-hmm. In terms of Smash, like I like Smash enough and and i do think it's a major update i think i mean manage uh maintaining 60 plus characters is is a huge task and there's little like all of the little changes that each character has plus um i also know that wave dashing is back and stuff Mm -hmm. like that that competitive players really do like a lot so that that alone makes it like a major update it's going to change the competitive scene uh enough in in this game is really geared towards that i i feel um but even talking to my friend who was at E3 and he was super excited about Smash because he plays Smash um, competitively, he also agreed that yeah, it was too much. Like for 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 your main E3 uh, presentation, like put yeah, that on a direct, put that on the Treehouse Live. But you know, if you remove those, what was it? Half an hour of Smash talk? What was there? Like twenty minutes, minutes of like stuff. like a reel? I, I don't know. It's I I. I was very disappointed on, on Nintendo. And if, if I qualified this E3 just by Nintendo, which is usually you know, my major thing, I would be really disappointed. But the, uh, the other companies uh, had really, really strong presentations this year, I felt. So you're going to get a PS4 now? I'm going to get a PS4 eventually. Uh, <laughs> you got to get out there and buy that PS4. Bite the bullet, my friend. This is the year to do it. Again, there's, there's, uh, I don't feel any of the games there is really like, a game that speaks to me, but I'm I am impressed of, of the content that is being put out there. Like I want to hear what some of the stuff Shelby's hyped about too, but I still didn't still didn't catch up on all the stuff that Sage mentioned. Uh, I just want to talk about The Last of Us Two and Ghost of uh, of, of Tsushima. Yeah. They okay, so Last of Us Two, kind of a weird. I don't know why they had to change stadiums for that. Oh, that was it was kind cool. of un- unnecessary. So, so for those of you who may not, who have only watched the highlights, so Sony starts us off with in a weird looking church like setting that mm-hmm. that was their joke, um, which is fine. But it was just it was a setting that basically looked like the, the cutscene they were going to play from Last of Us. Which so that that's cool. Some some verisimilitude going on. Um, so they show the trailer, which followed by a long a lot of gameplay, which is great. And then, and then, so that's fine. But then afterwards, like, okay, so now we're going to move you to the real place. And then they moved to, it took them like five, ten minutes to move mm-hmm. the entire, everybody over to another tent so they could do the rest of the show. It was an I intermission was, right at the start. It's like, yeah. Because it was like what? ten minutes of gameplay and then ten minutes of intermission. And we're like, and we were worried. We're like, oh no, are they going to do this for every, because they're, because they're yeah. going in saying they're only going to talk about a few games. Thankfully, mm-hmm. they lied. There's at least a little bit more than what they, because it seemed like they're only going to talk about like four games, you know, yeah. the four big ones, but they did talk about other stuff. But um, yeah, so that was like a rough start. But like the actual Last of Us stuff was fine, uh, which is good. I mean, I, I love Last of Us. I really want to replay it before this game comes out, which I seem to have plenty of time left. Um, 
And yeah, so most of the gameplay was Ellie. So if you play the first game, it's kind of cool seeing her go from AI partner to, you know, full character that that is capable and able to kick ass. Didn't show any of the clickers, which is kind of surprising. Or or this universe's form of of plant zombies, which uh, hopefully they're just saving that. Uh, I mean, well, I guess they didn't need to show it, but because man is the real monster. Uh, Yeah, but it was fun. It was a fun scene, and and. they showed some of the gameplay stuff, and I'm I'm excited for that game by by quite a bit. What did you think of it, uh, Shelby? Did you play the first one? I can't remember. Uh, no, I didn't have a PS3, so I, I couldn't play. Um, but it does look really cool. Like it's not something like a game that I'm like, oh, I'll never play that game. It's just it's, you know, I never had the the means to play it. But I think you know, I think if the when that game comes out, maybe um actually didn't they already release it's it on, on PS4? Or? Yeah, it, yeah. It, it is, and I have it secret so borrowed. So. Yeah, so maybe before it comes out, uh. We should yeah, do an episode does, on it. It if... does look really cool. It reminded me a lot of, um, well, the gameplay that they showed anyway reminded me a lot of some Tomb Raider stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like um, the newer Tomb Raider games that came out. So uh, if it's just more of that. Like, I'd, I really like to, to play maybe, that. Maybe if Seiji finds himself in possession of a PS3 or a PS4, we could do Last of Us as an episode before that comes out. Because that'd be a lot of fun. I think that's, that's a game that's super highly rated. Yeah. That's considered like one of the best games, and and I can see why because it was a really great game. Uh, and then Ghost of Tsushima, I don't think that was that officially announced there. Or was that announced before? I can't remember. Uh, Perry's Game Games Week of October okay. twenty seventeen. Yeah, I have it cool. all on this spreadsheet. There we go. Yeah. Okay. I see it there. Uh, I thought I I must have missed it because I don't remember too much about that. But mm-hmm. watching that gameplay and trailer was really cool like damn i want to play this game yeah so i I will when it comes out i felt bad for the guy uh, before who was playing the um i want to say flute i know that's probably not right oh yeah (laughs) it just it felt like the mic they had it right next to like his mouth so you heard more mouth noises than actual like flute playing i guess they really wanted to get into this i feel like the like the the setup or the audio setup made it sound worse than what it actually does <laughs> i don't know because uh like i've seen things like oh that guy is like actually one of the few masters or whatever for that instrument and it's like okay well that's really cool but poor flute I, had, I had friends who were like please stop playing the flute <laughs> throw us the game uh yeah so to the game itself looks cool mm-hmm. uh what historic japan mm. or you know as shelby would say historic nihon uh, is that what I would say? Yeah, sure. Why not? Isn't that what you? Because you're, like you're the least likely one of all of us to say that. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, so that, that looks fun. And then you mentioned Cyberpunk 2077. Looks that was a cool trailer. I don't know anything about the game, but it looks. I like that setting. I, I didn't. It's a role playing game, right? Like a like a tabletop. Uh, so first like person D style. No, no, I mean, it's it's source material. It's, like, from a uh, role-playing oh, game system. I, I believe yeah. it's from, like, it's, like, kind of, like, you know, D&D, but I think it's called Therapunk. I'm not familiar with every uh, role-playing system out there, but, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, and then you mentioned Fallout 76. So I have opinions on that one because it looks to me like a, like a, like a cross between regular Fallout and Rust or mm-hmm. Ark or Conan Exiles, depending on your flavor of survival game. Yeah. Not sure how I feel about that. Those games usually have a lot of assholes in them. <laughs> That's true. Um, but I'm sure Bethesda will monitor that stuff a bit better. Just that playing Rust is just depressing. It's like the lowest form of people I've ever played a game with. Uh, Conan's not so bad. But uh, 
so hopefully they monitor that. But but here's the weird thing. So they're like, you're never playing on, on one server. Like, you're just going to log in and stuff. But you can mm-hmm. create bases. Yeah. And you play with friends who presumably share those bases with you. So I don't know how that works. Does the base just get moved? Do you just pop into the same server with your friends? What if that server's full? Like, I, I don't understand. Thought- if you're not selecting one. I thought it was you could keep playing on the same server, but if you decided to go to a different one, all your stuff would go with you. I thought they said that they would just load you into a server and it was never the same one. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, we need we need a fact checker on that one. <laughs> Either way, yeah, because uh, a lot of people were talking about how does that work? Because mm-hmm. if you cause if you built a base in one spot, you better not have that base in the same spot. But let's say let's say for example, in these survival games, your neighbors and shit matters because they're either your enemies or they're mm-hmm. your, they're your frenemies. Or they're maybe they're your friends, but that all changes. And if you're randomly like one day you have you've made an encampment, you know someone's nearby. Maybe you made your camp there on purpose. Maybe you plan to to wreck them. Who knows? Or maybe who knows whatever reason you'd have. But the next time you log in, maybe that guy's gone because you you've loaded into a new server. Probably jumping to conclusions is probably not that bad. But just at, at, at like a knee jerk reaction to what they said, I'm curious to how they actually plan to implement that kind of stuff. Mm. I think that was a game that people weren't too sure about it when it was announced, but I think after watching the Bethesda conference, they felt better about it. Yeah, I think I most know people I did. I better about it. I was like, oh, this is pretty neat, actually. Were you? Um, are you a big Fallout fan? Play. What? Are you a big Fallout fan? I'm not as much of a Fallout fan as I am of, like, Elder Scrolls, but, right. um, I mean, it still looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was just curious. Yeah. Um, and Sage, you also mentioned Death Stranding, so... <laughs> What's, so we started off with Baby 4, as always, uh, and then it led to pretty long. People have been making jokes and shit about it being, like, delivery boy thing. Is a UPS, he's delivering stuff. UPS simulator. Which, which I mean, I think is I think is a gameplay or, or rather a narrative reason to travel. I think delivering shit in a weird fucked up world is actually a really good hook. And uh, so I don't, I don't know if people are being, um, if they're thinking it's a dumb thing or a bad thing, because I think it's a really good idea and i mean people just in most of these games you're just doing quests anyways at least now you have a fucking reason to to carry eight rat blood over to the next town <laughs> uh i don't know but so the real question is why does he why is he equipped with the pokemon versions of fetuses why does he have a team of six fetus with him at all times and get well, that are held in capsules immediately know, capsules. uh after the thing i was on discord like after the trailer i was on discord and we were talking about it and some of the people on discord were saying that um because the monsters i guess have the ability to speed up time uh so if they touch you or whatever then you get like you get old really fast because if you remember the trailer from i think it was the video game awards or Mm -hmm. the video game show or whatever Uh, no it was the award show okay um for that one um for that trailer it showed one of the dudes like getting old super fast and then just kind of like wasting away or whatever yeah. so people think that the the babies are there or the fetuses are there and you hook them up so that if you get uh messed up by a monster or something like that you're you either i don't know how this part is going to work but it's like your your memories and your whatever goes into the baby and then the baby grows up so it's just another version of you kind of thing it's fucked I mean? up if that's true anyway i don't know this is just something that we were all like talking about but it would be just kind of uh, uh i guess um, uh, a way to not permanently die <laughs> i guess if you get messed up by the by the monsters but yeah hmm. i don't know yeah that's possible i mean he's weird enough to do that 
Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't know. I think I wouldn't like that. I think it's <laughs> kind of got a lot of weird ramifications that yeah. I don't really like that you're equipped with babies on you at all in general, to be honest with you. Also, well, those monsters are creepy. Your own clones or something. Still, the cl- I feel like clones are their own thing. The, look, I'm not one of the people who in the camp of clones don't have souls. I mean, I don't believe anybody has souls, but clones don't have uh, individuality. I am in the camp that clones are their own person. I so think I'm against it. People are not ready to deal with any of the moral anything <laughs> surrounding clones. I really don't think they are. Clones so much are like if if you're a clone, like genetic clone, but you're raised, then you're a different person, in my opinion. Yeah. So you have all the rights and individuality that any other person would have. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a magic clone, if you're a shadow <laughs> clone, that, and you're going to disappear when you get hit, then that's fine. You, you know, that's just an extension of the person that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, shadow clones are, are sweet. I really wish that I could do that. I could draw and play video games at the same time when my clone was done. I'd get all that, all that memory. Badass. Fuck, that'd be so cool. Uh, but and then you have like you know comic clones where it's a clone of the individual with all their memories and shit. And then from the point of their cloned onwards, they have to become their own individual. But even then, but then there's evil clones. Evil clones are usually just bad guys with all your memories and stuff, but are made to be evil. Uh, but even then, they can be redeemed. You know what? I'm pro clone. I'm cl- pro clone rights, like I am pro android rights. <laughs> Well, if you're if you're because the, the whole act for 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 people having babies is passing on their genes. Like r- right now, we're smarter to know, like we're smart enough to understand that it it's more than that for for people now. But like for just animals in general, that's why they do it: they pass on their genes, kind of thing. So if you're making a clone, you're really just passing on your genes. It's the exact right. same thing. Yeah, you're man. just making another person. Breach. Yeah. Anyway, those people. Anyway. And the last thing to say, she mentioned before we we before I had to pause because there's so much to mention, already so much uh, was um, Resident Evil Two. Shelby, you must have been a little oh, excited man. about that. Like we well when it saw, at first I thought it was going to be like a borrowers thing because it was like you saw from the point of view oh, of, right. of somebody that of was rat. Really, yeah, the poor yeah. rat got fucked up. But yeah, and then uh, once the dialogue <laughs> right. started kicking in, then he kept saying, "Sir, don't worry, I'll handle this." I'm like, wait, that sounds like leon because that's like anyway and then it happened and you see him and he's, oh, i was like oh my god <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, thought... I mean I, it's like something that people predicted and they knew it was coming but i just the way it was unveiled i guess i people didn't know what it was gonna look like i don't I know if they were expecting be... like a direct remake of just like better graphics and whatever but this one was way it was it's cinematic uh, like you i thought it was like a rat vr game yeah i was like oh cool that's fun Either like uh, rat VR or or just tiny people. Yeah, like a borrowers VR. Borrowers, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, it was just uh, it was Resident Evil too, and yeah, it was really cool. Like I I've only played a handful of Resident Evil. Don't that's not right. I played a couple of Resident Evil games fully, mm-hmm. and I really like I like them. So I want to play this one when it comes out. I'm gonna I'm gonna play it for sure. I'm excited to to go to Raccoon City <laughs> and and fight Nemesis. Uh, I'm excited for that. Okay. Is that right? He's number two, right? Okay, kinda, kinda. Isn't he number two? Nemesis is number three. I thought he was two. Who's the villain of two? Well, there's like a bunch of different, like there's that's the like one of the Resident Evil tropes is there's like that big monster. Right. Is it a tyrant? uh, Tyrant would be, I think, what you're looking. Is he two? He's in Project Cross Zone, the tyrant, and he always comes in. He goes stars every time he would come in. He would roar. Oh man! No, that's fucking scary. Did they call him Tyrant in Crossroads? Yeah, they did. No, but he's, that's Nemesis. But they call him Tyrant. 
I know this because it stuck out to me as like, oh, what's a tyrant? Okay. Whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe that's just like how they translated in that game. But if you're talking about like North, like the, the... I don't know what I'm talking anyway, about. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> All right. So lots of stuff left. Shelby, what have you? What are you excited about? What else are you excited about that we haven't talked about yet? Take it slow. Tales of Vesperia. I forgot all about that. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Like, because uh, I think it was like the day before uh, somebody, or the day before the um, the Microsoft conference, or just I think E3 in general uh, when that started. I had seen a post on a Facebook page that I follow that yeah. mentioned a website for the Tales of Vesperia 10th anniversary edition uh, had been created. So oh, that's where I thought, oh, maybe they'll. Maybe they'll have news on this, or maybe it'll just be like an HD remaster or whatever. But um, yeah, they they fully like they announced the the definitive edition. And for people who don't know, uh, it was released in like for the Xbox three three sixty initially. But then they had another version that came out on PS three, but it was a Japan only release. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, that had some story differences and a whole other character added. So. She was in the trailer too, Patty the Pirate. They might change her name. I think that was just something they... And this game's coming out for all the platforms, including yeah. Switch. So, so I'm, I'm going to pre-order it right now as we're talking. <laughs> I forgot but yeah, about it. it was a Tales game that... It's not my favorite Tales game, but I, I keep saying that if I was going to recommend a Tales game to anybody, it would be Vesperia, just because I think it's a complete Tales game experience. So... That's awesome. I I forgot about that amongst all the other stuff, I and I too want to play it. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm absolutely gonna get that. Play it my Switch probably. That's great. Um, also, something that you guys won't be excited for, but Halo Infinite. Yeah, um, not. It's probably gonna be an open world game, which would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, because Halo's not an open world series. Right. So that'll be pretty sweet. Uh, the, the Halos, yeah. Halos, yeah. Bob's excited for that, I think. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. Um, he has a halo tattoo. He's got a recently just got a halo tattoo on his left nipple. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. He's a cool guy. Um, crackdown. So I love the first <laughs> two crackdowns. They're great. And for people who aren't familiar with the series, it's basically like, I'm going to say it's like Grand Theft Auto, but you're playing as the cops instead. Yeah. Um, so it's a really fun game. It's just over the top. This one seems to take place a bit more in in the future than the first two games who it seemed like it, it was maybe just a bit more advanced but not terribly like some stuff still looked kind of old or like it was from you know uh, a, a time like or uh similar to to what we're in now kind of thing mm-hmm. but just a bit more advanced but this one seems like it's it's way way more in the future so that's pretty cool um and I said you had mentioned Damon X Machina like that was oh, yeah probably the coolest thing I saw for the Nintendo conference. That was pretty cool. Yeah. You you know interest in Fire Emblem Three Houses? Well, I don't I don't I don't play Fire Emblem games. They're fun. People will always uh you know, like when I tell people why I don't want a a, a switch right now, even though I plan on getting one, mm-hmm. they say, Oh, but there's like, you know, it has such a uh a, a solid lineup. It does, you know? yeah. 
Uh, and you know what? I agree if you like those things and stuff, but it's just, I want, for me, it's like security. Like if I get this system, mm -hmm. I want to have series that I'm familiar with and that I know that, that you know, there'll be games that, that I like uh, and not new stuff. So like stuff like Mario doesn't really uh, get my attention or Fire Emblem. Like either games eventually, you know, I would like to, to play. Uh, but I'm not, uh, I'm not gunning for them right now. Um, so the, really the only thing that has, uh, or has me wanting a Switch anyway would be Zelda Breath of the Wild, but I've, I've gotten open world experiences else, elsewhere, so I'm not entirely like, I'm not like, oh, I have to play this game right now or else. It's, it's funny you mention all that, because that's how I feel about Xbox. What do you think? What, yeah. what, what games do you own for Xbox? Uh, one. Uh, what? Okay. Did you say name one? No, no, uh, Xbox One. Oh, okay. Um, the 360 well, is a good my system. Shelf right now. It's all stuff that you can get on on uh, uh, PlayStation, with the exception of like some of the exclusives. But the reason why I have I prefer Xbox is because a lot of my friends are on that too, and I right. know a lot of my friends are also on like PS4. But I don't ever play online games. Like, there's two different like I guess friend groups like one that i know will play online games and stuff and then others that i know like oh they you know busy in, in things and, and don't maybe have as much time or or whatever and i generally uh enjoy the multiplayer experience on xbox a lot more than i do on ps4 anyway mm -hmm. uh, but yeah just <laughs> further proof that you are the the bro of the group yeah you prefer bro. the x you prefer the xbox i think that that all of us feel the same way towards different platforms like what mm -hmm. shelby describes is how i feel about the ps4 and rob you just said that you feel the same way about the xbox right yeah shelby feel feels any... the same way for the switch <laughs> yeah well i just i don't know like i I, I just followed like where where my friends were going when they bought their console so that's why i got my xbox first like i don't i don't prefer like any platform over the other because of the games it's more for the people i guess like and and when they play online and 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 junk like that yeah i don't really i don't really like multiplayer that much so that's why it never really swayed me like, if i was gonna play multiplayer it's probably on pc yeah. and even then i don't like playing on pc that much yeah. all right so there's more things left in e3 mm -hmm. uh that i want to mention so other things i was very very hyped about is uh doom internal doom eternal I played mm -hmm. Doom this year because Meg, it's one of Megan's favorite franchises of all, so I said I would play it. In exchange, she played Link Between Worlds. It was a good trade. Uh, I quite like Doom, and I am actually finding myself pretty hyped for the next Doom. Nice. So, you know, uh, that'll be fun. Uh, also, my hype for Kingdom Hearts 3 remains uh, ever strong. I want to buy that PlayStation 4 Pro with the Kingdom Hearts stuff on it at some point. If I can find it, if it ever comes available for pre-order, I will buy it. And, uh, yeah, Kingdom Hearts, they introduced the Frozen Land. I don't like Frozen. So I can't say I'm particularly pumped for that land. But, uh, you know, I'm sure it'll be fun anyways. I liked a little bit of the overacting from the person who plays. Which one is Elsa? She's the uh, Ice Witch. Is that one Elsa? Yep. All right. I didn't like her like, I heard everybody. Woohoo. Line. <laughs> Made me laugh. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited for Tangled. Man, Tangled was a good movie. Fun, fun movie. They didn't even mention. We haven't seen the Big Hero 6 world yet. That's going to be pretty cool. No Final Fantasy characters yet. I hope that they're not done with Final Fantasy characters. Bring him back. Let's see Noctis chilling out. Uh, <laughs> he's got a campfire and Sora's like, oh, you guys can cook. Here's some gummy berries. And then, like, and then Ignis is like, hmm, I got an idea for a recipe. <laughs> and he cooks up our, our great recipe. That's what I want to see. 
that's that's the kind of stuff. Um, so my other thing that I in my super hype category was Jump Force, the thing yeah. that only I am hyped about <laughs> because I'm a fucking nerd uh, or weeb trash bag. Uh, you know that was the trailer. I was like, what the as fuck's long going as on? Read. I do. Uh, it had Naruto and Go- Goku. Goku's the best person ever. Mm-hmm. Goku and fucking Luffy. And the real world, which I usually don't like, but I'll I'll buy it for this. Yeah, that looks like a tiny bit odd to me when I was watching the trailer. It stood out a bit, but I can yeah. see why you'd still be excited. Uh, you know what? It's new. They're trying something different. Yeah. And then you have, of course, Frieza, which is like one of my favorite villains. He's like, fuck New York. And he's like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> and then Goku's like, I don't think I so, man. Says, I hope he says that. <laughs> fuck New York and like start yeah. messing stuff up. I didn't know what it was right away because I didn't recognize the Sunny, which Megan recognized. Because they were kind of showing, like they showed the Hokage statues, and I thought they were just generic statues. I didn't really take a quick look. Yeah. And then, and then, and then I saw. I'm like, is that Frieza's ship? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> and then I was like, yes. Give it. It didn't show barely any gameplay. I didn't care. It was cool seeing uh, all those characters. And then at the end, they had Light and fucking uh, Ryuk. Yeah, that was that was, uh, cool. that was awesome. Like fucking hey man, and they look really cool against New York and shit. I'm like, man, this game's gonna be the bee's knees. I'm so pumped. From what I understand from from people who play the demo, it plays a lot like uh, the uh, Dragon Ball Tenkaichi games, which is a 3D fighter game. So it's it kind of locks behind your character, uh, and, and you when you're fighting against another character, they're on like the opposite side. So if you played any of those Dragon Ball games and you know the battle system, that's likely the case. Uh, I like those fine. I, again, I'm not a hardcore fighter, so even though I like Dragon Ball fighters a lot, I mostly like them for the story. Uh, the fighting system is way beyond me. I'm terrible at them. Bad, just bad. Don't want to put the time and effort into learning how to play them. So, and I'm getting old too. And the older you get, the worse you get at those types of games. Like I can never be a pro RTS gamer now. My my I, my dreams of that once once it became a thing. Once you you could win money and become a thing. So this must have happened like like four or five years ago. It was already too late for me. So I'm in my 30s now. And your 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 age where your your APS is it APS uh, average. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. Anyways, well, uh, your clicks per minute, per second, whatever. When that's when that peaks, it's in like your mid twenties, man. I'm I'm too old. Shelby, you're basically fucked at this point. You can't. You have like you have like a month left to be a pro. You have a month left to be a pro, um, StarCraft enough. player. So, yeah, now's good the thing time. I, good thing I, you know, or bad thing. I loved StarCraft. Yeah, you do. You're a big StarCraft so fan. good. It's such a, yep, great game. You fucked up. I'm going to shotgun through the rest of mine, uh, but stop me if you want to talk about them. Control, uh, look cool. Uh, I'm intrigued. That's why it's only under kind of hype. But, you know, telekinesis is fun. She looked cool. I could, I can control my hype for it, though. Hmm. So, you know. Next up, I'm surprised you didn't mention this, Elder Scrolls Six teaser trailer. Yeah. Yeah. It was some mountains. Okay. <laughs> you got excited over a logo last year. I know, I know I did, but that's because like Metroid Prime 4 has been a long time coming, but I had Skyrim to tire me over for fucking Elder Scrolls. Oh, speaking of Skyrim, that fucking key... Uh, key oh, that's key? so yeah. good. Uh, the little so trailer good. of... What cheese uh... do I have left? 476. <laughs> eat, eat the cheese, eat all the cheese. Like, fuck, that was good. You've probably seen it, and you know, they're so, Bethesda was self-aware that, that they're, they ported Skyrim onto pretty much everything. So yeah. they did the, what was it, Amazon Xperia or something like that it's called? It's just like uh, one of those weird devices you can put your house that you could talk to it's and it'll give you like the weather and shit that was like alexa or something i don't know maybe anyway, yeah whatever. 
uh, it's one of those things. Uh, he was playing and... it on his fucking fridge. So he's just like talking to it, and it was basically like it was like a fucking D and D session. Basically, yeah. it was really funny though. I, I I really enjoyed that. It was very humorous and mm-hmm. self aware, which is I prefer. Uh, so yeah, that was that was fun. And then we had Starfield. That game looks cool. It's like a uh, uh, worked on it looked like a No Man's Sky DLC because the style was <laughs> similar, but it obviously wasn't. But it's supposed to be a single player RPG, from what I what I understood, which mm-hmm. was my hope because I love sci fi. So that was the rest of my kind of hype in my little hype category. Beyond Good and Evil 2, I mean, nice trailer. Hmm. They teamed up with George, J- Joseph Gordon-Levitt. JGL. JGL, yeah. um, as he's known. Uh, they've teamed up with him to to get content from people, a collaboration thing. A lot, a lot of uh, brouhaha from that. A lot of people being like, hey, are you trying to get us to make free assets for your game? It's not cool, which is true. It would not be cool. Apparently, that's not the case. He was pretty upset no. that people thought that. He said, or some, I can't remember. I think it was uh, Kevin had mentioned that he tweeted out later on that cast. they had actually um, cut out a part of the script that said the people who would be contributing or people who were picked or whatever would uh, would be getting royalties. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that seems like something that was pretty important. He said it's not it's not a place for pros to make a living. It's just a collaboration thing where people yeah. come together and make it. But they do get paid for the things yeah, that they go into good. the game. So that's fine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm cool with it. I, I, I allow it properly. But there's always that one party that's like, you know, a little worried. About it, was, it was important for them to have mentioned that, though. So I wish they would yeah. have mentioned that. Uh, then we had, I, I put down Trials Rising. Uh, I want to play Trials games. I have a couple of them. I still have got around to play them, but coming for the Switch and games like that to me are appealing on the Switch. So mm-hmm. I want to try that game. Maybe I, I should just try the one I have a piece for. Uh, Starlink. I mentioned that just because of Star Fox and Miyamoto. Um, otherwise, I don't really have much of hype for this game, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Star Fox. Maybe better than Star Fox Zero. Uh, and then we had Elder Scrolls Blades, a mobile game made my list of kind of hype or a little hype. Um, I think it looks fun. Looks like a looks like a potentially a, a a game, and that's cool. And yeah, it reminds me of um that old at this point old um Unreal game or engine they had for way back. I think it's called Infinity or something, Infinity Blades or something like that. You guys remember that? Sage? It was like this was back in like 2010, yeah. And it looked really good for its time on phone, and it was just kind of a simple game, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was on iPhone or not. Yeah, iPhone only at that point. But uh, yeah. it reminded me of that a bit, which uh, that was pretty cool. And then we had Devil May Cry 5. Mm-hmm. I would like to play the Devil May Cry series. So I pre- I went uh, and bought the uh, collection for PS4. It has 1 to 3 on it. So that's step 1 to playing them. Step 2 would be putting in my PlayStation and playing it. Uh, and I also wrote down the Spyro collection because I don't wasn't in any of the three things. But it was it was there was demos and stuff and I want I really want to play those games as well. Spyro the Dragon remake. Same with Crash. I guess the Switch version is gonna have its own stage. It's pretty cool. There you go. And lastly, uh, Devolver Digital. Uh, so I, I want to talk about that at least briefly. I did not. Watch that oh, Shelby. I forgot about it's it. It's okay. It's all right. Uh, I loved it. It was great. It's like last year they brought that crazy actress lady back who I love. She was mean. It was funny. They used stock footage again. It was, and, and I have to say, they showed a lot more games than last year, because last year they showed two, and they've upped it up by at least 25%, because they showed three games this year. It was pretty great. 
Hey, my friend Pedro looks really, really cool. It it does look really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I love their show. They're they if you if you're not the humor is not for everybody. I'm sure P1 probably hates it as much this year as he did last year, <laughs> uh, and I love it as much this year as I did last year. And I co- I hope they keep on doing it, keep on being sarcastic, and and keep that lady coming because they started the show off without her, and I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> what the fuck, where's she at? No, and then she killed the other guy and came back. She's great. She has great delivery, good comedic chops. I like her. I love her, actually. I would like to marry her, but um, I'm stuck with Megan. So, yeah, it was great. Wow. I'm a a fan. I enjoyed it. I would give Digital Devolver's presentation no damage (laughs) because it was enjoyable for me. And that's it for me for E3. Was there anything I missed that you guys wanted to mention? No, not really. Do you have any more spreadsheet stuff you want to talk about, Seiji? Always, but I <laughs> we can do a little more spreadsheet talk. Tell, tell us what else. you do. A lot of work here. Um, no, no, it's just uh, general. My general last impressions of the show based on on this work, and we'll, I can talk about this later or maybe next year. But basically, I, I I thought from a data perspective that the Microsoft show was super impressive. I mean, they mm-hmm. have that really really nice mix of new stuff yep. with updates, and you know. They said fifty games, yep. right? So it 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 wasn't like the Nintendo one where they just like put a reel of like there's the stuff that is coming, and it's just like it is not highlighted or or featured properly. Like every, everything in that show had a, like a proper trailer and it was well presented and yep. was really really nice. And um, the Sony one was strange. Uh, <laughs> It the was. pacing was kind of weird. I, I I don't think that the pacing there uh they, they didn't really nail um that part of the show. Uh, most of what they highlighted or what what the show hinged on was like old stuff, but really strong presentation. Uh, mm. Except for that pacing thing, the Nintendo <laughs> one was was awful. Some uh, audio mess ups too. I don't know if you guys remember hearing like some weird walkie talkie. Yeah, I do. We nailed it. We did it. Yeah. <laughs> No, Sony that was during always. the uh, Bethesda one, yeah. actually. They, when she they showed uh, Beyond Good Evil 2 and they were walking off, like, we did it. We nailed it. <laughs> oh, did yeah. that happen there, too? Yeah, it did. Oh I remember that. God. I remember chuckling because it was like, yeah, I guess you did a good job. Yeah. And uh, Bethesda and Ubisoft, I'm really surprised because for them not being like major companies, like like the big three, um, mm. they're really holding their 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 stuff in there. I, I Really good show, really, really strong. Uh, so yeah, overall, o- overall, I think it was uh, a good E3, not the greatest, but it was right. a good one. Um, really surprised with Microsoft, though. In in my view, if someone won E3, would it would be my this year? Do you have a favorite uh year of E3 that you can recall? I really like 2014. That mm-hmm. would be my favorite. I mean, in, I, looking at the at the spreadsheet here, I mean, that's where they they showed Breath of the Wild for the first time, Mario Maker, Splatoon, which was like, Splatoon was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Captain showed Captain Toad. Toad, which I love. Uh, that's where they presented Amiibo for the first time. Star and Fox Zero, big fan. It's, uh, <laughs> Oh, that nice tease. What what it was in that particular year, the end, where, where Miyamoto is like playing Star Fox. They didn't present it, but he's playing Star Fox. It, that show was a really complete show for me uh, in terms of Nintendo and because uh, I, 
I'm partial towards Nintendo. That that's my favorite year that I can remember. Last year was good, was good too. Starfire or that that was the E3 right before BB started. Oh, it was a year before, yeah. yeah. My favorite because, year because then 2015 was like awful. But anyway, yeah. What? No, 2015 was my year. I know. 20, but... 2015 <laughs> they showed Horizon Zero year. Dawn, Final Fantasy VII Remake, yeah. Uncharted 4, Last Guardian. Fucking, let's see what else we got in this list of things I'm interested in. Uh, we got some Assassin's Creed. Don't care about that. Mario Luigi, Paper Jam, meh. Mario Tennis, meh. Xenoblade Chronicles X. Oh, X is amazing. Uh, Smash Four. We it's Mario Maker was a, was mentioned again in that year. Mm-hmm. Fire Emblem Fates. That was something that was gonna be disappointing. Oh yeah, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. That was a great game. Fun game. Yeah, I loved. Uh, 2015 was my favorite for sure. They had a lot of good games that year. Did you have one, Shelby? Or do you do no, you like not particularly? No? I find a lot of the games that I liked were kind of scattered like over the years. So it wasn't like a one year one that really stood out. Specific year that stuck out. It was just hey, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> right on. All right. Well, yeah. If you need data about this, ask Sagey because he has sheets of it. <laughs> cool. Well, are we done then? We did it. We did it. E three is over until next year's E three. Um. That's it about it, I guess. That's the next big show, Tokyo Game Show. Is uh, that the next big one? Maybe. Probably. Yeah. A lot the, of weird games. The, the VGA. It's yeah. At the end of the year. We're probably gonna get some stuff and directs here and there. Yeah. And uh, Paris Game Show and. Oh uh, yeah, and the uh, PlayStation Experience and stuff like that. So you know, all year long and in directs is all year long. We have things to look forward to, but E3 is the the time to put your best foot forward. Some companies yeah. put their best foot forward, some put their foot forward, and some kind of stopped. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just kind of nudged it a little bit. But, you know, it's still fun. I had a lot of fun this year. I always do. And now it's over, and, and so we have to wait. But you know what's not over? Fucking bonus barrel, because next week, or not next week, week after. I mean, next week there's stuff too, but next main episode is a big one, right? It is. Yeah, one of my favorite games of all time. And mm-hmm. uh, do you remember where it placed in our BB Top 100? Pretty high, right? I'm going to say six. I don't six know. It, was, oh. it was much lower. <laughs> oh. I think it was in the, se- in the third show, I think. Damn. Let me okay. Check. Let me check. Let me check. All right. Well, it deserves to be much higher than whatever it is. Because it's a great game. Mm-hmm. Number 26. Number, number 26. And it was it's number six in your list and number thir- uh, 37 in my list. Oh, You're half right, Shelby. Yeah. Well, bam. I love this game. And of course, the game is Link's Awakening. And we should, I think we have a guest on that week. Yes. Yeah. Have, Fuck. Uh, base guy? Bass guy? Oh, cool. Bass guy. Bass guy. Bass guy, probably. Unless he's into fishing. I'm going to assume yeah. it's more of a, a more of a musical instrument thing and not a fisher. Well, his However, icon is a fisher. That's going to be part of the oh, uh, hard hitting questions. Uh, yeah. Hey, fuck, I got to get a list of those. Any, any listeners out there who have great hard hitting questions I can ask Bass slash Bass guy, including, <laughs> including which one he is. Uh, please no, send me a message. His profile picture is a knight. Okay, never mind. I, for some oh, odd reason, fuck. from far away, I always thought it was a fish. Well, let's anyway. see now. I'm going to bet it's base guy, but I want to bass guy really badly. Yeah. yeah that would be cool. I miss P1 and P2. Yeah, same. Just like not because uh, like and the rest are, are doing. Yeah, I know. It's like the Cards Club is fine and great as it, as it continues. It's, it's grown above them, but I still miss them as individuals. Oh, I, I miss, miss you, Weekly guys. so much. Yeah, I miss Weekly too. I was uh, going through the pictures on my phone. I have a bunch of stuff from when we were there. Yeah, we met them. Yeah. 
God, those guys. Yeah. Rest Weekly. in peace. Weekly. I miss those guys. I, ho- I hope that Mark grows his heart back and and once his brother comes back to shore grows, grows his heart back to bring weekly back even as mo- i'll accept the monthly monthly <laughs> or a, or a bi-weekly mm-hmm. any of those are acceptable better than the nothingness that's right now again this is not a criticism on the current club this is more of a personal thing amongst the friends that i miss who have died all right like emotionally they're dead yeah well, pretty much such. at us out of sight dead that's how I feel. But but I'm just like comic books, they can be revived at any point in time. So come back, friends. Just a new universe. Reboot yeah. everything. Do <laughs> a reboot. That'd be amazing. You know, I'd love to see a wouldn't it be great if a podcast network that had like a bunch of podcasts managed to do like, all right, everybody, we're gonna do a reboot. We're all gonna do episode one. Let's just do it. That'd be amazing. And then they, they reboot the lore of, of the of the podcast. So like I could pick a new name. And yeah. and uh, you know we we pick and like Cobb's no longer part of it. We just do like a whole new fresh hip hip take on BB. Yep. Oh man, it'd be awesome. I'm I'm throwing it out there, Kurt's Club. Let's do a, let's do a full reboot. <laughs> let's do reboot. <laughs> it'd be amazing. We could become BB Weekly if we wanted to instead. <laughs> and we we're like BB Weekly. We just... <laughs> <laughs> These are great ideas. All right, so let, let, let's keep this in the episode. I want people's opinions. Should we do a mass reboot of the Cartridge Club? Think about oh, how God. great that would be. I mean, they already rebooted the main titles. So like, let's let's just do an official reboot. Yeah. God, all new everyone. All the contributors. Sorry, you got to come up <laughs> with a new thing. Yeah, new new name. You can keep your old name. You just got to start at episode one, and you can't acknowledge your previous history. To make yeah, it you can be like a sort of a crisis of infinite CCs or something like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, secret boy. wars, secret uh, CC wars, or they did all the alternate universes. So yeah, there's lots of options here. I really like the I, I like to push this. This is great. Mm-hmm. Mass reboot, Matt, bonus barrel episode one. Our new episode one would be so much better than our other episode one. You know what our original episode one is? Don't listen to it. Us going through a pile of games and making some comments about them. <laughs> that's that's episode one of bonus barrel that's with City Mike. Have you listened it? Listened to it recently? No, God, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I I did, and it was actually quite entertaining. Don't listen to him. It's not entertaining. It's, it's definitely bad. But it's probably just nostalgia. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, probably. I mean, I can remember the time too. I remember. I remember it all very clearly. But no, it was. Uh, we did, we we were using one laptop mic. I'm pretty sure to record us, uh, and we mm-hmm. were just going through a pile of games and making comments on them. Mm-hmm. <sighs> evidence and video evidence, I think, isn't there? Yeah. But yeah. nobody I mean, will ever see that. There's no. There's no. There's, there's evidence is not needed. I acknowledge its existence. <laughs> I, just, it's, I just don't like it, but I don't like anything. So, go. Also, right. yeah, that's, that's it. Let's end the episode. Thank you all for listening. Until next year's E3. This will be this only E3 episode, but of course we'll be back next next time. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for listening. CartridgeClub.org. Uh, it's still there. It's its own thing. It's not all about P1 and P2. And you know what? P1 and P2 are banned until they come back. <laughs> They are banned from our show and all shows until they return because I don't like their attitude anymore. Whoa. Yeah, well, I'm going to go defend the country. I'm, I'm going to keep being a mortician or whatever it is that I do. I don't. <laughs> you know, I'm going to keep okay. making... Every episode, if I remember, I'm going to keep making up jobs for P1. P2, okay. for P2. He's yeah. a mortician this week. Okay. Who knows what he'll be next week? I don't know. All right, well, thanks for listening. This is Rob. And Shelby. 
and Seiji. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>